it is. I'm Charles Holmes from The Ringer Music Show. And I'm Cole Kushner from Dissect. And Charles and I are teaming up to create Last Song Standing, a new show where we determine an artist's single best song by debating our way through their entire catalog. And for our first season, we're covering Kendrick Lamar. We're talking Good Kid to Pimple Butterfly, Damn, Mr. Morale, the mixtapes, the Lucy's, and the features. Listen to Last Song Standing on the Dissect podcast feed only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience, so when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Hello, and welcome to Ringer Dish, this week's pop culture history lesson. I'm Kate Hollowell. I'm here with Amelia Wedemeyer, two out of three Tea Time hosts. And we have come together this week to celebrate maybe kind of an odd year anniversary. Generally, we do, you know, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. But when you want to talk about the Cheetah Girls, you want to talk about the Cheetah Girls. Mm -hmm. So uh, this week, it's been 19 years since the iconic film, The Cheetah Girls, premiered on the Disney Channel. I think we're just like getting ahead of the game on this. You know, next year, there'll be all the oral yeah. histories and all of the podcasts. So true. Everyone will be like, ooh, 20 years. And listen, we'll we'll be there. We'll do it again. Sure. <laughs> exactly. However, uh, we just decided to get in early and take a look back. Take a walk down memory lane. Yeah. Uh, to just think about our favorite sisters. We want to know, you know, do they still stand together? Uh, do they make <laughs> each other stronger? Wow. Something, something. What are the lyrics? Whatever, I don't know, but that, whatever the lyrics are. You're close, I think. Yeah. Um, so we're going to run through just like, you know, our personal histories with the Cheetah Girls uh, through our youth, kind of like yeah. an overview of of their career for those who aren't familiar. If you're not familiar, I honestly don't know why you're listening to this, but I hope that we educate you. Uh, and then we're going to do a little power ranking, not to pit powerful women against each other, but we love mm. to do that. Uh, on Ringer Dish. And uh, we're just going to, you know, check in. Where are they now? What are they doing? Yeah. And see if anyone surprises us, if anyone has risen to the top of the Cheetah Girls power ranking in recent years. That's exactly what we're going to do. I'm really excited because, man, these ladies have had vast and different ways in which their careers and personal lives have played out over 
the past 19 years. Yeah. It was actually so. more fun than I expected to like look back at some of these. So we split up the members. We'll get into it in a minute. I did two. Amelia did two. We're going to educate each other about what they're up to. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to just, you know, discuss, discuss our power ranking. But first, let's talk about the Cheetah Girls and their iconic legacy. The Cheetah Girls, if you don't know, four members. Uh, in the book, there the books there are five. I did read the oh, books really? actually when I was younger. Oh, nice. So Aqua is twins in the book. It's oh. like Aquanet and Anjanet, and they combine the characters for the movie. Oh, nice. So Smart. yeah. Obviously starring Raven Simone as Galleria Garibaldi, Adrian Bayon as Chanel Simmons, Sabrina Bryan as Dorinda Thomas, and Keely Williams as Aquanet Walker. Now, when we two years ago, we rewatched Cheetah Girls uh, for a similar, I think, anniversary on mm-hmm. Tea Time, also on Ringer Dish. And I think our like major MVP from that movie was like the names. Like, yeah, just who, you know, I mean, obviously it's they're from the books, but like, right. You know, Jackal, whatever. Jackal Johnson. Yes. Galleria Garibaldi. Yeah. And like, these are just incredible names. They really are. A lot of alliteration there. Yeah. So yeah, these are based on the books by Deborah Gregory. Thank you, Deborah. Big books, like thick. Really? Oh my gosh. These books. I swear. Oh my God. Yeah. And so they made, um, you know, three movies from right. these books, Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Girls 2, and then mm-hmm. Cheetah Girls One World, which was them in India, which I, we, I'm sure oh. is like the cringiest thing you've ever Wait. seen. Raven is not in that one. Okay, right, right. I thought they went to Spain. Didn't they go to Spain? Spain's the second one, Barcelona. Oh, Sp- okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. The gotcha, third gotcha. one, I think, is lost to the sands of time. Sure. For probably cultural appropriation reasons, as well as many other things. And then the three of them also went on tour. Um, right, 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 right. They have, you know, studio albums they mm. had singles they had radio disney yeah. spin-offs they did clothing line perfumes yep. mm-hmm. did you ever purchase were you ever engaging with like any of these side hustles from the cheetah girls no however i do remember them being on a lot of those um like you know the disney girls rock album mm. and disney did the thing where it's like <laughs> where they have their new stars sing like the old classics and right. stuff. And I remember they did um, the song from Hercules. I won't say I'm in love, you oh, know? That's yeah. a great one. It's a great one. It is a great one. But, you know, no, I'd never bought any, you know, lip gloss or sure shirts. But did you? I don't think so. I think it was mostly like, I remember my intro to them was like my third grade birthday party. I, have an, oh. I had an older cousin who was like cool and hip. Yeah. And she like came and like introduced us to them and like played the CD. And then we were, she was like assigning us characters like you're so-and-so and you're so-and-so. And like my sister and I like weren't hip and weren't cool. And so we were like really like into it. And we like yeah. formed this little like girl group and we're like taking pictures. <gasps> I love uh, that. And that was like my intro. So then I think I listened, I got the CD, listened to the songs, can still sing them all by heart as we saw at the top of this podcast. Of course. Uh, they <laughs> stick with you. They're great, honestly. They do. Um, it's so watch, true. I think I've seen the first two movies. I don't think I've, <laughs> think I've seen the third. And then obviously yeah. I read the books, but uh, and you read the, how many books are there? A bunch. And like wow. I said, they're big. Like these books are That's so thick. funny. Yeah. I remember like weird, weird details from them. There's like one of them where like Galleria like has a dream and accidentally rips off It's Rain and Men and thinks that she wrote that song, It's Rain and Men. And so that she like remakes <laughs> It's Rain and Men. And they're like, oh, this is going to be such a hit. And then they like, Go to record label and people are like, this song already exists. Like you've plagiarized it because she like heard it in a store and like dreamt it. 
Oh, uh, no. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. For some reason, that's like the only plot point that I remember. Wait, that's uh, really funny. That's actually hilarious. Yeah. But just wow. great stuff. <laughs> just iconic literature. And yeah, they, you know, I think obviously weren't a successful girl group by any standards, but I think there is a level of like nostalgia for those of us who yeah. stand in our youth. Well, I mean, it it does say that they did, they released three albums, platinum albums, which is pretty good. Sure, um, yeah. You know, uh, the people went to their concerts, mm-hmm. over two million, oh wait, the soundtrack to the first film sold over two million copies and mm-hmm. then 11 million records worldwide were pretty sold. Pretty good. That is pretty good. Pretty impressive for a little Disney Channel original movie venture. So It's true. And as we're about to find out, you know, these movies are still kind of carrying these women to in oh, throughout de- their oh, various careers. Definitely. Some of yeah. them it sort of catapulted into bigger things. Right. Some of them have just kind of coasted. Some uh, more than others, yes. Yeah, yeah, which we will get into really right now. Um, it's a range, but you know, none of them are like, you know, I don't know, on the streets of Hollywood, like unable to support their family. It's like so Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Girls has done it for them. And yeah, they're still I'm getting sh- checks. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure they'll get more checks next year when we hit 20th anniversary. I hope so. Yeah. Got to get in on that nostalgia bump. But let's check in with all of them. Let's see what they're up to. We split up the members. Like I said, I took Sabrina Bryan, Dorinda Thomas and Raven Simone. Amelia took Keely Williams, who is Aquanet. And is it Adrian Bylon or Adrian Bylon? I think. Okay. Yeah. See, this is why you took her because I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, no, no worries. No worries. Let's start with Sabrina Bryan. Let's go kind of like... love to do it. From you know, like... Who to them? Least, yeah, <laughs> yes, there you go. Thank you. If you will. If you will, yeah. And then we'll see if if we feel like this, uh, you know, impromptu ranking is accurate. Okay. All right. I love Sabrina it. Bryan played Dorinda Thomas in The Cheetah right. Girls. She was the dancer. Uh, if you remember from the first movie, she's a foster child. Mm-hmm. She's like hiding this from her friends. Right. She's trying to be like a dancer and make it, but she's like supporting her family and all these other kids and like has a lot of like issues at home. Yeah. Uh, some finance issues, things like that. I wouldn't say like the fan favorite, but I actually really, she was like one of my favorites. I just always like the dancers. She's really talented. She's fun. She did the thing where not a split in the air, but you do like a, she does this. It's like incredible. I can't even explain it where you legitimately like, like very flip talented. in the air. Yeah. Like some, um, what's the not beatboxing. What's the dancing break dancing. Oh, break dancing. Yeah. Yeah. We're on yeah. A roll here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's like a legitimately great dancer. Has some great scenes, mm-hmm. uh, in these movies, not a big singer, but we'll talk about that. That's okay. Um, yeah. so her most iconic cheetah girls moment, I think we can safely say is any anytime she kind of gets the spotlight to dance, she has right. She's in this dance class in the first movie, like really impresses like the choreographer gets to show off. Uh, in the second movie, she gets like this whole music video dance thing, like in a ballroom. Good for her thing with this guy. She's not oh, singing yeah. in this song. It's literally just sung sure. by this guy, but uh, she dances <laughs> around and like gets to have like intense sexual tension, like with this Ooh. guy. So it's fun. That you know. is really fun. That's yeah. fun. I it's I love spicy. that for her. It, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yes. Absolutely. So, you know, she's not necessarily stealing any scenes, but when she gets her moment, you know, she takes it's advantage there. of it. She's yeah, fun. exactly. So Sabrina Bryan herself, I had not a single clue what she was up to. I haven't thought about her since the last time we watched this movie. <laughs> yeah, no exactly. To no offense. Right, right. Uh, couldn't have told you her name. You know, I could have told you it was Dorinda in the Cheetah Girls, but couldn't have told you her her real name. Understandable. 
checking in with her social media, always the first place you have to go to right, see right. what she's up to. Uh, she's 192,000 Instagram followers, wow. 65,000 Twitter followers, both higher than I expected. Actually. Yeah. However, she has like real, how to say this in a way that is not like deeply haterific. <laughs> I'll just read you her Twitter bio and her Instagram bio and you'll understand. Her Twitter bio is this actress, singer, host, dancer, producer, choreographer, and all caps, wifey. Wow. I'm about girl empowerment and all things cheetalicious. That's the Twitter bio. Okay. Instagram bio, similar, but different in some key ways. Uh, Actress, host, producer, dancer, girl power, dog lover, again, all caps, wifey, and mommy to be, OC based. So she's in Orange County. Uh, This does need an update because her daughter is almost two. (laughs) So she is not, she is firmly a wifey and a mommy. Right. Um, Right. And then there's a link to CVS Pharmacy (laughs) in her Instagram bio. (laughs) And I think she's like done some like some like activism with children's health, but like it's not a link, but it's not a link to that. Like it's just CVS. It's just the CVS farm. It's just CVSHealth.com. Like it's literally just just CVS pharmacy. So that was baffling. I tried to find out why and I couldn't. And you couldn't. You couldn't find out why. She is just really passionate about CVS pharmacy. Oh my gosh, that's Uh, really which which is great. So lane for her. Yes. I honestly had a great time going back through her Instagram. Good. Okay. Um, she's not super active on Twitter anymore. She did a lot of spawn con tweets leading up to her pregnancy in 2020, which like, listen, you got to do what you got to do. It was a lot though. It was like exclusively spawn con tweets. Like, you know, when I do my makeup, I love to use makeup forever bags, 35% off with code Dorinda cheetah. You know, it's, it's like, I, <laughs> You're it's like- tough. She's not even disguising it at this point. No, like, no, like you can't tweet about The Bachelor in between or something. No. So she has not tweeted since 2020. However, her Instagram is still very active. She is married to an account manager who I was like, is he anyone? He's just a guy. If you Google him, just a guy. it's like, it's like Sabrina Bryan's husband who is a sales account manager. Sure. So I'm sure he's great. Their daughter's name. Give me your thoughts on this first name because I've never heard this version of this name. Okay. Camellia. C-O-M-I-L-L-I-A. Whoa. Not, not Camilla. Not Camilla. Not I, it's Camellia. Something else. Camellia I, Monroe, whatever his last name is. I did not put it in here. Uh, that is interesting. Well, you know, I was looking at this and at first I thought her name was her daughter's name was Camilla Maroney, like Leonardo DiCaprio's <laughs> girlfriend. I was like, oh my, wait, oh my what? God. It's actually like the alt world version of that. Like, <laughs> like on an alternate timeline, that's her name. <laughs> Camilla Monroe. Actually, that's really funny. Yeah. yeah I've never it's seen like that before. It's like dyslexic Camilla Maroney. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I had never seen that before either. But you know, I she has, she has the energy of like, the girl you knew from high school. Oh my God. Who, like this is the wifey energy that I'm talking about where it's like married right. to a real estate agent, like has the named their kid something on the chalkboard with like four extra vowels that it doesn't yes. need. Yes. You know? Oh my God. Like totally. like that's the energy that I got from Sabrina Bryan's Instagram. I, I mean, I'm feeling it too. I, it yeah. reminds me of um, what's the, they're like, like maybe she'll start a mommy blog or something. Right. Exactly. Kind of thing. A lot yeah. of mommy content. Sure. <laughs> Always. Not the kind of mommy content that I like. Just kidding. Um, so her post, <laughs> let's talk post Cheetah Girls Peak. Listen, she's out yeah. here living life. She's sure. spawn conning it up. She's got multiple Love like that. nostalgia posts, which you got to do, which you got to do. It's smart. Yeah. 
in the 19 years since Cheetah Girls, I would say her career peak was being on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, wow. Okay. She was on now controversial, but we'll discuss in a moment. She was on the 2007 season of Dancing with the Stars. Early on when like people were still watching it. Yeah. (laughs) Her dancing partner was Mark Ballas. Mm -hmm. And at the time, uh, she received a score of 26 out of 30 on the fifth season. At the time, the highest score earned in the first week by any contestant. And then in week four, she was the first ever contestant to receive a 30 out of 30 so early in the show's history. Now, she got voted off the show in, I believe, week five. Mm. And it won an AOL poll. This is the most 2007 thing you've ever heard. It won an AOL poll for 2007's most shocking TV moment. Whoa. <laughs> That's really fun. So I, that I think that amazing. has to be her career peak. Post, I don't think anything else comes close. Nothing, nothing comes close to that AOL post or yeah. poll. 2007's most, most shocking. shocking TV moment. I can even imagine the AOL homepage Same. with it. Yep. Absolutely. I can see it. Now, she is a professional dancer. And I got to say, it does bug me when, you know, people go on. It's like Heather Morrison from Glee when she was like literally Beyonce's backup dancer, has been a dancer her entire life and then goes on Dancing with Stars. That's she got voted off early, too, because people were pissed at that point. This was probably this was probably too early for that, like backlash to really set in. Right. Um, Right. But that's also might be why she got sent home in the fifth week, because you shouldn't. I'm sorry, but you it's can't have fair. you can't have dancers on Dancing with the Stars. It's it, exactly as the star. It, <laughs> it's not fair. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. So totally. definitely her peak, but like I can I can understand why she got voted off so early. Sure. Uh, yeah. Now her low point post Cheetah Girls. Mm-hmm. Honestly, many options. Listen, she's been booked. She's been booked and busy to some degree. A lot Good. of like projects, some soap operas, some web series, like here and there, Disney Channel stuff, throwback stuff. However, uh, based on her IMDb page, I would say that this is her low point. Sabrina is the voice of Pamela Hamster in the animated Disney Channel series Fish Hooks, appearing in two episodes, Hooray for Hamsterwood and Pamela Hamster Returns. Okay, well, her character did get an episode named after her. That is true. (laughs) And it got to come back. You're right. That's true. It's a recurring character arc. Uh, Not even a one-off. Not even a one-off, but... Pamela Hamster. Hamster. That's tough. I've never even heard of this fish hook series. Me either. I mean, it's not even like it's Phineas and Ferb. Like if she was a voice on, you know, a series that I'd heard of, I'd be like, okay. But this was tough to me. Anyway, some other, Hmm. please do. Uh, Some other bonus points. Uh, She seems pretty nice and normal and well-adjusted. Like, you know, you see, you see celebrities who. Oh, our producer Jade is piping in to say that Fish Hooks is actually hilarious. Oh, Apologies is it? Oh my to god. To Sabrina Bryan. Wow. Uh, who maybe this isn't her her low point. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll this is a consider high point. maybe she doesn't have a low point. Is she crushing it? Maybe. I think so. Maybe. Uh, I think so. Listen, like I said, she clearly is trying to swing her one hit into a lifelong career. Good for uh, her. It's working to some it, degree. It like is, she yeah. seems fine. Um, she seems pretty well adjusted, like good mix of like normal, like I said, like home life, like the girls you knew in high school who are like just hanging out in the Orange just County, like with their husbands being a wifey, like great, yeah. good for her. And then also, you know, oh. still working, getting the spawn con. Yeah, uh, that's important. Getting the nostalgia hits. 
she also still wears a lot of cheetah print. She had a. Oh, does um, she really? I really enjoyed oh. this. She had an Instagram post about how much she still wears cheetah print. Oh, they said the caption says them. So do you wear cheetah a lot? Me. I really only wear cheetah tops, pants, skirts, dresses, shoes, clutches, bracelets, hats, and jackets. But beside wow. that, not really. LOL. Can't resist a good cheetah <laughs> item. Hashtag cheetah doesn't have a season. So again, it's true. Commitment it doesn't. to the brand. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Wow. And yeah. So huh. honestly, I was I, like, she could have been out here, you know, face tuning every inch of her face and doing, she could be on OnlyFans. I don't know. It could have gone so much worse for some of these women and it hasn't. And I, I'm we happy have to respect that. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's great. Uh, yeah. So I was honestly pleasantly surprised with where Sabrina Bryan is these days. Well, I'm happy for her. I'm yes. very happy for her. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. As a segue, important note for Sabrina Bryan, she's still very close with Keely Williams. She is. the Cheetah Girls. They collab together on a web series. They hang out. Yeah, they did. They like, she was in her wedding. Yep. It's like, they're like BFFs. I know. It's so cute. I love that, you know, the Cheetah Girls, not only did they make a great film, but they made lifelong friends. It's, you know? I mean, you know, the real winners are what? The friends we made along the way. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And on that note, we're now transitioning to Keely Williams, aka Aqua. Fill me in. What's she up to? Well, let's see. Uh, her most iconic Cheetah Girls yes. moment, in my opinion, I thought it was really iconic that her name was Aqua. I thought that mm. was a cool name. I was like, it damn, is. that is yeah. awesome. So, and I always just remember being like, Aqua, wow. I want uh -huh. to name someone Aqua. That's cool. <laughs> um, and she was also the Sa Southern Belle 
I remember that. They're right. like, you're the sassy Southern Belle. Mm-hmm. So that was, that's kind of how I differentiated her from the rest. Right. She also was like kind of the ditzy comedic one. Uh, yes, totally. And I remember there were two things I remember that I think you pointed out in our podcast about mm-hmm. the first movie. One was that she had a thing about germs and mm. she wiped down the taxi when they got in in the first movie. And you were like, oh my God, she she, she was ahead of her time. Like she, she predicted was. the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Like we should uh, follow in her footsteps. And then she also kept hot sauce in her bag. Pre-Beyonce. Right. Pre-Beyonce, which is amazing. I'm yeah. not saying Beyonce stole that from her, but... But, listen, I mean, you never know. It was a big movie, you know? It and was. I'm sure Beyonce has seen it, so... That's true. Don't I would love to know Beyonce is a Cheetah Girls fan. Um, but yeah, so, listen, she, you know, was there for comedic relief. She, again, was, she not, was. was not the star. She and Dorinda, you know, kind of hung out okay. in the background. Uh, Maybe that's why they became such good friends. Exactly. That's so true. They didn't have, you know, their diva diva right. moments like exactly. maybe the other two have. Um, but yeah, I always liked, I liked her too because she was a twin and I'm a triplet. So like there was that kind of thing. I mean, not a twin in the movie, but, but, but in, in my the hearts. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. She had the spirit of a twin in the exactly, movie. Exactly. Exactly. So I always really liked Aqua. She was one of my favorites too. Yeah, she's great. I also want to note, and I don't, I was rewatching the Cheetah Girls a little bit just to see if I could kind of uncover her Achilles infamous lisp mm. uh, because she, before she was part of the Cheetah Girls, she was part of 3LW who had the hit Play Is Gonna Play and she was known for having a lisp mm. and so she would say like play a pleath and <laughs> um, that became a whole meme and I, I do want to note, however, she recently opened up to Entertainment Tonight and said that she doesn't actually have a lisp. It's like the recording studio, somehow the machine did something and it made her sound like she had a lisp in the song. Huh. Wow. Yeah. They did her dirty. (laughs) They really did. But honestly, you know, um, she doesn't have one, but it it is kind of a marking factor. Um, But okay, post Cheetah Girls, Again, you know, she was part of 3LW um, and currently the writers of the 3LW song Play Is Gonna Play currently have a lawsuit against Taylor Swift. She is not involved in that lawsuit, but it's out there. So I'm sure the song is getting more airplay now because it's in the news. Yeah, this was like all over Twitter like last week (laughs) that they think Shake It Off is uh, ripped off. Seems like a, I mean, I haven't read much about it. Maybe they're, you know, legit, but uh-huh. it's a common phrase. It's a common <laughs> phrase. That's the, that's the thing. It, like they didn't invent it. So no, no. The fact that both songs use that phrase, I don't, is a tough argument for them, but it, it if they're getting streams, argument. then I guess this worked out for them. Exa- yeah. So that's, that's all that matters in the end. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Uh, and now she recently was in. BET presents the encore, which was like a docu-series um, that chronicled the formation of an R&B supergroup called Blueprint. And uh, it happened in 2021. Their EP was released in 2021. Um, there were just it, it's interesting. I didn't totally uh i haven't like watched the series or anything but i read a little bit about it but i guess you know they had to like audition and there there was like a unaired pilot kind of thing and in one of the clips um that went viral she and 
a former member of Destiny's Child, Farrah Franklin, got into it. And it was this clip has been viewed on Instagram from the Shade Room over two million times. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's just them kind of arguing over who was in the bigger girl group. And it's 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 pretty funny. She's like child versus cheetah girls. Yeah. Well, but the girl, the Pharaoh was only there for like, oh, right. right, You know, like bills, bills, bills era and and not, you know, survivor era and stuff. And so so Keely's like, but did you were you in the group? (laughs) And and the other girls like, yes, I was. I sold millions of albums and Keely was like yeah well I was in two very successful girl groups and it just they go back wow. and forth it's very I'm funny have to watch that That's yeah it's good something it's good um but anyway her personal life she is married um I, I you know tried to see who her husband was um just a guy in glasses you know just it's just some guy sometimes just they're some just guy some again. guy you know exactly and uh <laughs> like you said Sabrina Bryant was a bridesmaid in Keely's wedding very sweet um Keely is also married uh with two kids she has two daughters um yeah her social media has 192 thousand followers i think that is the same as literally Sabrina's. the same wow that's crazy those are all the cheetah girl stands that's it it's <laughs> every that's single it. one of them exactly and then she recently talked about getting a tiktok so mm. i'm sure if you were to go over her, to her tiktok it would be fun um i guess post cheetah girls peak is having that clip from the BET yeah. show and having it go viral because that was that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she continued to act. You mentioned the web series with Sabrina Bryant. Um, she had a cameo in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, too. I didn't even know that. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, her career, I wouldn't say, is like skyrocketing by any means. However, it's consistent. And yeah. she is out here doing what she can with the fame that she has. And I sure. I can applaud that, you know? Right. And like, I mean, let's be honest, arguably like the LVP of the Cheetah Girls group. Like, yeah. I, the comedic, the comedic, the comedic part of it is person. great. But like yeah. on stage, no one's like, hell yeah. Look at, <laughs> look I, at Aqua. Aqua's going to hit this bridge <laughs> and knock it out of the park. Like, exactly. no one was standing Cheetah Girls being like, that's my favorite part of every that's- song <laughs> is when Aqua sings two words and then goes to the back again. You know, so again, like lover, yeah. no shade. So right. like, you know, the fact that again, she is like turned this into a thing and is a personality and is yeah. again, like married and happy and living a normal life. We love that. Exactly. Pretty good. It It is pretty good. And just quickly, the low point, I guess, would, and maybe this goes along with why she wasn't more popular, but just because she was kind of mocked for having this non-existent lisp where it's like, you know, again, the play a pleave. Um, and I, I just feel bad because apparently she doesn't have a lisp, but this song machine engineered a lisp and I would be very upset if I were her. So that's true. And it also yeah. like, I could see them trying to turn her into like, even like Aqua in the Cheetah Girls was kind of like, they made fun of her and thought she was dumb and like, yeah, she's kind of yeah, there, thought, you know? So yeah, exactly. Overall, kinda, the fact that that she's kind of broken out from that a little bit, I think right. is is good is good exactly yeah so i'm happy for her yes so adrian bylon she played chanel simmons uh her most iconic cheetah girls moment i always think about 
you know, she was second in command to Raven's Galleria. And then she also had a really neglectful mother um, who was always like, you can go shopping while I'm going to Paris on a date with my boyfriend. And I always thought that was sad. Yeah, I remember, too, we I think we watched Cheetah Girls like right after we did our high school musical run last summer. Mm. And I was rereading our outline and we had so many notes about how like these girls are so charismatic. They make Vanessa Hudgens look like a block of wood. Like, and I think specifically Adrian Bailon is like just really fun to watch. And like, really she puts is. like, just puts it into like her line readings. Mm-hmm. And like, whenever she gets mad, she gets really mad. And like, not in like the over top, the top way that like Raven does a little bit, but like, sure, sure. She's legitimately like just really fun and engaging on she's screen. A good actress, and also, yeah. And also on stage. I was watching, um, I think Cinderella, uh, mm. again to kind of just, research for this podcast. Yeah. And I actually was doing it because I was looking up Raven and I was like, you know, going to write something about her stage presence. Right. But I think Adrian Bailon's like a little bit better. Oh my God. I love this. At least this like take. to watch sure. on stage. Like, and again, you know, maybe it's the character gallery is supposed to be annoying. We'll talk about that in a minute too. Uh, but I think she now like kind of steals the show, at least in the first movie. I hear you. No, I totally, I can see that. She seems to have maybe more of a moral compass too. Yeah, she's um, kind of got her shit together. She's a yeah. little bit less annoying. D- truly, you're <laughs> right. Exactly. She's fun. She's stylish. She is fun. She is stylish. Yeah, I loved her hair in the movie too. Yeah. Very yeah. cute. I think she was definitely like a fan favorite. Like I feel like oh, everyone totally. always wanted to be Chanel. You know, like if you were yeah. assigning... As I did, You're assigning the Cheetah Girls. Yeah. Did you like, take Chanel for yourself? I don't think... I think I was assigned by my cousin. I think oh, Aunt, okay. I think my sister and I were the twins, actually. <laughs> yeah, okay. Of course. Of course you were. And right, your like, cousin was and like, in the I'll back. be Chanel. I'm pretty sure yeah. everyone always wanted to be Chanel. Of course. Um, and I don't blame them. Which, again, is... Is an iconic Cheetah Girls moment. To be like it the is. one that everyone wants to be. Exactly. She. It's like, you know, you don't have the burden of being right. the raven. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you do. It's like you're you're the MVP, really. Right. The scene stealer. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. So we love Chanel. Um, Post Cheetah Girls. Wow. Adrian has had a very interesting career. She's still singing and acting. Um, she was also in the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, too. Um, I actually do remember her character, but um, yes. <laughs> however, the last film she was in was in 2013 uh, called I'm in Love with a Church Girl starring Ja Rule. Um, and Tough. let me tell you, <laughs> I saw I saw I watched the the trailer for this and it is just like so low, so bad. Oh, it's just boy. like Ja Rule plays like a um a, a former gangster who is talking to like a family member. They're like, you have to go to church and meet a nice girl. And oh, then he goes no. to church and he meets Adrian Bailon and she weird casting. And I just don't it's think of her as like nice church girl. Really? Well, she is definitely nice church girl in this movie. Oh, yeah. Great. I'll yeah. The trailer. <laughs> you should. And you know, they have like appearances by like those actors that maybe back in their day would score a big film. But nowadays it's just like, I'll take what I can get. So you know Um, and then she also co-hosted the Fox produced show uh, called The Real from 2013 until 2022 and according to Wikipedia she became the first Latina host of a daytime talk show in the US which is pretty cool great yeah love that for her Um, and then she also has a vegan handbag line called La Vute I don't know how to pronounce that it's French wow thrilling yeah and then, um, for all my masked 
Singer fans out there, she did place third in the second season of The Masked Singer as Flamingo. Good for her. I Good know. for her. It's, we have another Masked know. Singer uh, appearance coming up on this outline. Oh, but I great. would say second season uh, and placing third, solid. That was it, still it when really The Masked is. Singer was like a thing. If, right. I know. You know. Yeah, that's so true. It's so true. Before it became a little like, okay, we uh, get it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Personal life. She dated Rob Kardashian from 2007 until 2009, in which she showed up frequently on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So that's if big. you were into that show from the beginning, you know all about Adrian and Rob's relationship. He cheated on her. They got matching tattoos. They just... Apparently, he would go to the bathroom and she would go with him. Like they okay, would poop tough. together. Yeah, it was that was like brought up on the show. I remember being like, okay. But now she is married to musician Israel Houghton and they've been married since 2016. And she is a stepmom to his four kids from a previous relationship. So great. Yeah, big family. For social media, she has 5.6 million followers. Big bump. Big yeah. bump from the last two. It really is. That's a solid amount. I was actually impressed. I was like, oh, wow. I didn't know she would have that many, but good yeah, for her. Actually, That's that great. is a lot. Now looking at Raven's, she is significantly <laughs> more than Raven. That That's kind of shocking. Me. Yeah, that surprises me too. Huh. Um, yeah, she uses her married name on Instagram. It's huh. still um, Adrian at Adrian Bylone, but uh, it's Adrian Houghton, you know. Hmm. And the bio that she has is NAACP and Emmy award winning host and producer. Okay. Daytime Emmy, but all right. That's right. Fine. Right. Right. <laughs> and then she has like a heart next to her husband's handle. And then I, I think that's, uh, we have her um, vegan handbag line and there's something else, which I don't really know what this ZZ one is. It's uh, Maybe a jewelry uh, line. Oh, it might. Yes, I think you're right. Yep. Mm. It's a jewelry collection by Adrian Bailon. Oh, okay. It looks nice. There you go. There you go. Multiple, multiple income routes. You know, you got to diversify. You really do. Diversify your income. Seriously. And then we also have all things Adrian Houghton, which is, I guess, just kind of like, here's my life. Uh, Let's learn about there's there's a video on a duvet cover hack. There's a a splurge or save. It's kind of a lifestyle um, blog, Instagram kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Which is- and this account has more followers than the other two as well. <laughs> yes, so, it does. Yes, just it does. To know, if, listen, while we're crunching just numbers, to note, let's be real. Let's be real. Uh, 304,000 on her. That's a lot. Whatever this lifestyle thing is that she has. So good right. for her. Good Crushing for her. it on social media. She really is. I would say her post Cheetah Girls peak would probably be winning, I yeah, you know, a daytime Emmy in 2018 with her real co-stars. Yeah, that's kind of big, you know? Yeah. So congrats to her. That's exciting. She seems to be excited about it as well, which mm-hmm. I would be. Low point, I didn't really have a low point. I it's got to she... be the bathroom thing, right? Well, okay, yeah. Now that, now that you've <laughs> I mean, now that, that I know that about her. Now that I, you know, that's I all I can never unknow of. that. Exactly. So. Exactly. That, that is uh, a doc for her in, <laughs> in the, the column. Um, but overall, <laughs> doing fine. I would say that I'm yeah. not like, like obviously rooting for her. I would say I'm not like You're extremely, not rooting for her? No, I am. Oh, okay. But I'm not like deeply entertained by her public image. Like on her Instagram, it was very much like, okay, this is, this is 
pretty boring, like classic right. influencer Kardashian yes. Yes. vibes. Like she I'm not getting a lot them. of personality. No. Total, you know? no, not at all, not at all. It's She's just, just very Kardashianified. It is um, Kardashianified. Yeah, you're a hundred percent correct. Yeah, it's just very much like there. Yeah, it's there. Here Which I am is, with my here. middle part slicked back bun, and yes, my totally plump cheekbones, and uh, yeah. <laughs> you know that's it. That's it. Uh, and here I am posing in a business suit. Like, right. okay, cool. And Girl she boss. looks great. She uh, does look great. She looks amazing. Yeah. Um, but, but it is not a little quite boring. As much personality as as the last few accounts. No, that we have, it, not, we have not really. And very just stylized by mm-hmm. like an app or something. You know, yeah. it's just like yeah. this has been put together by a social media person mm-hmm. who knows run how through to do the this. Kardashian machine exactly and came out the other end. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what it's like. Well, speaking of social media accounts with personality mm. and just just mm. i think an overabundance of personality let's get to our final member this is raven simone who played Hell galleria yeah. garibaldi Woo. the front woman of the cheetah girls mm. the main character of the books and of two movies <laughs> before oh, right she too yeah before she did the cheetah girls yeah to do well. bigger bigger things uh she was not in the third movie she was not in the tour with them um right We'll get into this later. She has her reasons for that, apparently, uh, that she says were reasons. Um, but first of all, let's talk her most iconic Cheetah Girls moment. I will say as a book reader, Raven as Galleria is just flawless casting. I like, love that. She's over the top. She's fun. She's talented. But she's also just like annoying, you know? Yeah. And like in a way where yeah. it's like you still hang out with her and you still go along with her crazy plans and like. Right. Because she's fun and she's worth it. But like right. there is there is like this very overbearing, like over the top, please yes. stop. Right. Yeah. To her character. And I think Raven just really funny. nails that. I, I think you're a hundred percent correct. <laughs> yeah. She's very much like I wouldn't even call her like a pick me kind of gal, but she there's like an element of that where it's just like, you know, the whole world revolves around this girl and and she has a high opinion of herself, which she should. Yeah. But like very much like my way or the highway. Right. Yeah. Like you know, I'm not listening I to wrote, anyone else. It's raining men and this makes sense because <laughs> yeah, I'm a genius. Wrote, <laughs> yeah. She countersues yeah, them. So yeah. like just really overall like Ravenous Galleria just nailed it. Uh, I love that. And I love And that. is annoying and fun. <laughs> um, and then her other most iconic Cheetah Girls moment. We talked about this on the Tea Time pod. There is a sequence in the first movie <laughs> where Raven's dog uh, gets rescued. It oh, like falls God. down a drain of some sort. It's, it's like not little, good. Little yippy dog. It's like <laughs> in mortal danger. There's like this whole, they're like supposed to be performing and right. like they're all mad at each other and they're all in their matching jumpsuits and they're like running from like different corners of the world to like save the city to save the dog. There's like a firefighter and like news reports and it's like the dog is still in the drain. It's like, what are we going to do? And then they rescue it and they perform like in the street basically. Mm-hmm. And it's just so melodramatic. Uh, and Galleria is just at the center of all of it, emoting so much. <laughs> she really, she does do that well. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. that's another thing about Raven is that she has great facial expressions. Oh, yeah. She's going to oh, give it 110% every time. Like we said, you like know going it. from High School Musical to this, it mm. was like Vanessa Hudgens has never made a facial expression in her life. So I, whether she wanted to or not. Like <sighs> these girls are just, just giving it their all. And yeah. uh, Raven is just like, it's it's kind of like not to compare her to uh, another sort of former uh, 
you know, child personality, but like we talk about Kiki Palmer's ability mm. to just like be so engaging and fun. Yeah. And part of that is like, you know, like the whole skits element, which also I, I was sure. looking into um, Raven's home, which is her Raven's uh, home. Her, yeah. Her, her show. Uh, but you do kind of get the like wacky, like mm-hmm. I'm carrying this through like sheer commitment to the bit, you know? Yes. And I think you yes. get similar from Raven as you do with like Kiki Palmer in terms yeah. of like, I have this incredible personality and like, it's going to work and be entertaining because like, I've decided that it is. Right. Know? It's like big child star energy. Right. Yes. In terms of Raven's personal life, uh, she came out to her fans as a lesbian in 2013. Kind of an uncharacteristically low-key tweet. She It was following the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to allow marriage quality. And Love she just it. tweeted, I can finally get married. Yay, government. So proud of you. So, and then in June 2020, she married social media manager Miranda Madey. Miranda Madey, um, what a fun name. Yeah, they were pretty private to a degree, but now she is all over her Instagram. Right, like they do yes, TikToks yes. together, they do Instagrams <laughs> together, they're on red <laughs> yes. carpets together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're very cute. They are cute, yeah. So in terms of social media, 2.4 million Instagram followers. Nice. I'm very surprised that- Adrian has Adrian more. Adrian has so many Me more. too. Me too. However, she has 5.2 million TikTok followers. Oh, okay. Big TikTok person, which is just solid content across the board. Like, like I said, like kind of the opposite of Adrian's vibe where like you click on it and you immediately get like her personality. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what she's doing in her day. Like this is kind of like unscripted or it is, you know, kind of wacky and fun to a degree. Like all our different hairstyles yeah. and clothes. And it's kind of like overflowing with like this fun, funky, stylish energy that I think she's kind of always had and is like really totally. leaning into. Obviously curated to a degree and like she has a different appeal than than Adrian does, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just more interesting. Like you click on this and then you click on Adrian's and it's like, I know which one I would rather scroll through uh, <laughs> for 20 minutes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And agreed. it's not, you know, seven variations of the same picture um, of this person. Now, Let's talk post Cheetah Girls peak. Obviously, Raven Mm. has been up to a million things. She was a Disney Channel star. She, you know, has been in a million movies and had music and we could be here all day. But Amelia, you are Mm. a noted fan of The View. Is this Raven's peak? Is it her low point? How was she on The View? I've never, I never encountered her in that context. Yeah, I'm trying to think because it's been a while. Um, Mm -hmm. And I kind of came in a little after Mm -hmm. she was a co-host. But from what I can remember, it's like one of those things where, and I don't, this doesn't, I don't mean it in a mean way, but it's like never meet your heroes. But like when you (laughs) see an actor and like, this is like really them and you're just like, I don't know if, I just feel like I liked you as the actor. I liked you as your character more than, Like that's why that was your job. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. And there were some things that I remember she got, some controversial like opinions here and there and it's just like can you just be raven from that's so raven because that would be great just do that please and i think again she just not saying she's was a bad host however she's i think she's a better actress she did not thrive in that she didn't thrive yeah and uh you know which that's okay so not everyone can it's tough not everyone can it's a hard gig you know yeah I would say yeah. in general, this is the opposite of a peak, but uh, I would say a high point in general or um, just something, I guess, to to be impressed by is just mm. like her industry staying power. Oh, like, yeah. She, sure. Her music flopped, whatever. Like she doesn't That's have the okay. most illustrious IMDb page, but it is long and yes. it is, she is always booked and busy in some Good respect. For her. Right. 
she, you know, is known for the Cheetah Girls, but I don't think most people are like Raven Simone from the Cheetah Girls. You know, it's either that's right. a Raven or it's like the Disney Channel in general or like yes. being, you know, just like a personality. Yeah. And I would say she's probably the only one here who isn't exclusively associated. I guess Adrian Bailon to a degree, but you know, I mean, right, you think but- of Adrian Bailon and most people know her. That's like her biggest thing. Right. Exactly. Um, it's like, oh, the Cheetah Girl. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's so Raven and the fact that she distanced herself from this and kind of moved onwards and upwards mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is her most, her highest point, I would her say. Her highest post, point, definitely. Post Cheetah Girls. Now, low point. I just said, I just, I'm going to totally go against everything I just said. That's okay. I think she bailed too early on the Cheetah Girls. She bailed on CG3. Right. I think she should have gone on tour. I think she should have ridden that oh. money train all the way. I just think, I think they could have had legs if they stuck around. But she bailed and now it's weird because now all the nostalgia stuff is like we're revisiting this thing and it's like, do you include her? Do you not include her? Right. Next year when we see all these oral histories and all these things, like it's going to be about drama. You ruined it. You made it weird. That's so true. That's so true. And do you think the other girls? It was like one more year. One one more year, Raven. God, no, I know. But do you think the other girls kind of have, you know, like bitterness towards her for... Stopping I, that gravy train. I'm sure they do to some degree. Yeah. I, you know, they're, they've all talked about it here and there. Um, Raven said that she felt like excluded because like her shooting schedule, like she couldn't oh. hang out with them and like oh. they were so clicky. And I'm oh. like, well, I don't know, like participate more then <laughs> and freaking participate more, friendly. Raven. And yeah. then maybe you'll be part of the squad. Um, but true. yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, she's a child actor. I'm sure she had it tough. There was a lot going on. But right. I just think, you know, maybe you wouldn't felt excluded if you had participated in the last two things that the Cheetah Girls did. Right. Um, yeah. And, maybe if you could come down from your high horse. Right. And, uh, You're not hanging with the Cheetah Girls. Lowly, no you know, peasants and know. go on tour. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. All of her music has flopped. So <laughs> that's a low point. Okay. Just okay. not a single hit among them other That's than too bad. Cheetah Girl songs. Other than the Cheetah Girl songs. So, I mean, you know, yeah. you're right. Yeah. And then I actually also included, she was also on The Masked Singer. Uh, oh, right. She was. Yes. She was yes. Black Widow. Oh, okay. And I would say for her, that's a low point. For Adrian, maybe it's not not so much. Sure. Just because, I don't know. She, Adrian well, doesn't have that much going on. But And she also plays third. So that was kind of. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas Raven Simone is Black Widow. Like that's, I'm like, you don't need to do that. You, know? you don't you need to do stuff that. Going on. You've got, you do have other stuff. going. I feel like she could even get a gig on Dancing with the Stars. I mean, that's got to right. be better that's than Mass better. Singer, right? Yeah. 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 Now, actually, I guess this could be a high point or a low point. How do we feel? Mm. I want to discuss it. Okay. She's back on the Disney Channel. Back oh, to her roots. Right. Uh, with Raven's Home. So it's like the reboot of That's So Raven. It got rebooted mm. in 2017. It's on its fifth season. That's almost unheard of for Disney Channel shows. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, I was scrolling through her Instagram. She's doing all this promo for Raven's Home. All, you know, the guy who played her dad is still her dad on the I show. I love that. He looks great. He's not aged I'm sure day. he does. I'm sure he does. <laughs> yeah, that's and funny. And she looks great too. And it's, you know, she's fun. She's like, again, like has like this very funky style. And I think that comes across yeah. to the show. She did I say she didn't want to make, they asked her if she wanted to make Raven a lesbian. Uh, when they rebooted the show and she was like, no, that's like not the character. Hmm. I think that would have been more interesting and maybe some good representation for the Disney Channel. But obviously, you know, it's up to her. If she doesn't feel like that's the character, then it's not. Sure. Um, But yeah, still going strong. Did not know that this was a thing, I have to say. Um, You didn't know that uh, 
Raven's, that Raven's home? home was really? the thing. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh wow, in the fifth season, know. five years. Yeah, the, I mean, that longevity there, amazing. Yeah, I Shocking. do wonder, like, who Good. is that for? Like, if someone is young um, enough to be watching this show, they weren't old enough to have watched That's So Raven. No adults are watching is... Raven's Home because they watched That's So Raven. Yeah. Like, are these all kids who don't have the nostalgia factor for the old show? I don't know. I mean, for it to be running as long as it has, I guess it found its audience. I just don't know who that is. I mean, I would assume it's probably kids just watching because they're just like, oh, this. they don't need the context. They don't need the context. And maybe they know Raven already because they've seen her just because she's been in so much stuff. And they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, nice. So it's like entertaining in its own right. It's entertaining in its own right. Maybe that's a win. So Uh, also Adrian Bailon has a cameo. In, uh, I love that for in her. In Raven's Home. She plays like the principal at the school or something. <laughs> I love So that's, that's great. fun. Again, they're getting oh, in on funny. the nostalgia. The Cheetah Girls nostalgia tour is coming around. Just wait. Oh my God. I can't wait. We're getting honestly. in early on it. <laughs> we are. Um, all right. We've been through the members. Let's, mm. let's do some comparing and contrasting. Uh, first of all, in the group itself. Yeah. As we're watching the movies, as, you know, in our youth, Cheetah Girls fans, mm-hmm. how would we rank, like power rank the Cheetah Girls in the context of the group. Thoughts? I, I, I think I would rank, well, just because the sh- the movie kind of makes it yeah. out to be like Galleria, Chanel, uh, uh, Aqua, and Dor- Dorinda. Right. That's kind of how I've always thought. But I would agree. I would say yeah. maybe, yeah. And then, you know, watching the movie, I think we were all pretty impressed by Chanel. So like then maybe coming out right. of the movie. I think they do put, they put Raven first, I would say. Right. Generally. But then I think maybe since Chanel's everyone's favorite, Chanel and and Raven, you know, I keep saying Chanel, Adrian and Raven side by side, Uh, Dorinda and Aqua. Dorinda, I think since she has like the dancing element, whereas that's kind of big. Aqua doesn't really have like a thing other than like being silly. Right. And also we don't really get to, from what I remember, we don't really get to know anything else about her. You know, right. it's just yeah. like, okay, she's funny and she likes hot sauce. You're like, okay. Okay. That's tough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, the top two, the bottom two, I think right. pretty side by side, but like pretty locked in now. Right. Right. What is our post cheetah girls power ranking? Hmm. We can follow our hearts, uh, base it on anything you want to base it on popularity vibes, uh, careers, how do we feel? I did anyone surprise us? I was actually surprised at how well the less popular members are doing and like how like happy and well adjusted they seem. Yes. And they saw the <laughs> 192,000 followers on yeah. Instagram. That's a bunch. Um, yeah. So if they need to pivot to influencer marketing, they could do it. You know, yeah. I just that's impressive to me. Um, and again, like you were saying, they seem really happy and, you know, they're still on TV kind of and doing their thing when asked. So, yeah, so it was nice looking back. Like when I was looking at Keely's Wikipedia page, it was like, oh, wow, I didn't know she was, you know, still doing stuff. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. That's great. So I know I actually felt good about where we landed with them. I was like pleasantly uh, yeah. surprised by all the things I learned about them, which same I appreciate. I'm going to say hot take. OK, Adrian Bailon disappointed me. Really? I think the Kard- Kardashianization of her has yeah. just. I mean, obviously, you know, if we're like actually strictly power ranking, probably these rankings stay the same, right? Like, right. Raven, Adrian, maybe like Sabrina. No, probably Keely, Sabrina, right? But like, based on my expectations going mm-hmm. into this podcast, I would say 
Raven exceeded them, actually. I was prepared to be annoyed by her. Oh, interesting. Because uh, she like had that thing a couple years ago where she was like, I'm not African-American and I'm not a lesbian. I'm just a human who loves humans. Oh, and it's like, yeah. you know what? Like, just, <laughs> you just know, fight. you don't need to say that. Okay, Raven. And yeah. I was like, just prepared to be like annoyed by that vibe. But I actually <laughs> sure. was like very entertained by her social media. So like really bumped her back up. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I would still put her at the top. And then I would honestly, I think I would put the other two just based on like exceeding wow. my expectations uh, sure. yeah, and yeah, breaking yeah. through what I would have thought the ceiling was for them. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would put Adrian because I don't think Adrian has lived up to her potential. That is fascinating. Yeah. You know what? I think you might have convinced me because... And the bathroom thing. The, I mean, the bathroom <laughs> thing is pretty bad and I almost regret telling you that. Um, it's fine. But I think with Adrian, it's just... It's kind of like, okay, you can host stuff and you're mm. on this show, which now you've left, which I don't know if that was a really good decision. I'd be on that show, I think, continuously. Right, I it mean, all the way to the bank. Right, yeah. it all the way to the bank. And and now it's just a lot of the posts are... Well, anytime anyone pivots to kind of more of like a, a lifestyle blog, Instagram thing, I think... Oh, you don't have enough things in your life to to do and you need to pivot to this. Right. Like from a business perspective, she's doing great. You know, she's got multiple. She's not doing SponCon tweets about her, you know, makeup forever Jewelry bags and, like Sabrina oh, yeah, is. Yeah. And like she doesn't need to. And that's fine. But like, uh -huh. I just I feel like she was so fun and so engaging, like as a character and right. had so much personality. And it just bums me out that like you don't get that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It do, it, same. And I feel like she could have had a legit career as an actress and like she's yeah. just decided not to, which is fine. That's her choice. But um, but I'm going to rank her last because of that, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you're right. I do think she has a lot of potential. She still has a lot of potential. And honestly, yeah, yeah I would see her in I'm in love with the church girl, too. So <laughs> just putting it out there. Yes. Yeah. So that's like, where I've landed. The other two I, I like think that. exceeded where yes. I would have thought where you're that like, they went. Maybe they're in obscurity. No, they're actually right. out here on Instagram doing stuff. And like not embarrassing themselves. Like, exactly. Like, you know, like living life, being mm -hmm. normal and well-adjusted. Being happy, yeah. Riding the gravy train to an extent, but like yeah. still you know, cheetah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, making it happen. I love that. Uh, mm -hmm. Adrian disappointed me. Raven, I would say, exceeded expectations as well. So I would go Raven, Keely, Sabrina, Adrian. I would, I think I am going to agree with you on that. I just based on my expectations and my decision. Based on your, well, yeah, I was, I mean, I will tell you, I was shocked that the last movie that Adrian Me too. was in was in, was from 2013. That's almost she's 10 years good. ago. She we is really good. enjoyed her watching these movies back. She's got totally. great stage presence. She's just really fun and engaging to watch. It just I feels know. like she kind of gave up on that route and I would have liked I, to see it's her weird. try. Exactly. I would like to see you try. Even Adrian. if you have to be the voice of Pamela Hamster. You know oh what? Oh my God. You're not too good for Pamela Hamster. None of us are. <laughs> None of us are, clearly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very All true. right. On that note, we continue to stand, obviously. Mm. Uh, yeah. I'm sure we will circle back next year, find some reason to talk about the Cheetah Girls again. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all we do. Um, Thank you for listening to this episode of Ringer Dish, this pop culture history lesson on the Cheetah Girls. Thank you to our producer, Jade Whaley, for her research and her producing skills. Amelia, thank you for joining me on this look back through our Cheetalicious past. Thanks for listening. I'm Kate Hallowell, and we will see you next week on Ringer Dish.
This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.